Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the London Visited podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi there, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. And in this episode, we go back and we go back to the River Thames for our third of four parts on our series looking at the River Thames. Don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering this place and so many others across London. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to patreon.com forward slash London Visited. And now to this week's podcast. In 2010, the Thames won the largest environmental award in the world, the $350,000 International River Prize. One of the major resources provided by the Thames is the water distributed as drinking water by Thames Water, whose area of responsibility covers the length of the River Thames. The Thames Water Ring Main is the main distribution mechanism for water in London with one major loop linking in Hampton, Wharton, Ashford and Kempton Park water treatment works with central London. In the past, commercial activities on the Thames included fishing, particularly eel trapping, coppicing willows and oiseas, which provided wood, and the operation of water mills for flour and paper production and metal beating. These activities have largely disappeared. The Thames is popular for a wide variety of riverside housing, including high-rise flats in central London and chalets on the banks and the islands upstream. Some people live in houseboats, typically around Brentford and Tags Island. In London, there are many sightseeing tours in tourist boats, past the more famous riverside attractions such as the Houses of Parliament and the Tower of London, as well as regular riverboat services, coordinated by the London River Services. London City Airport is situated on the Thames in East London. Previously, it was a dock. In the summer, passenger services operate the entire non-tidal river, from Oxford to Teddington. The two largest operators are Salter Steamers and French Brothers. Salters operates services between Foley Bridge, Oxford and Staines. The whole journey takes four days and requires several changes of boat. French Brothers operate a passenger service between Maidenhead and Hampton Court. Along the course of the river, a number of smaller private companies also offer river trips at Oxford, Wallingford, Reading and Hampton Court. Many companies also provide boat hire on the river. The leisure navigating and sporting activities on the river have given rise to a number of businesses, including boat building, marinas, ship chandeliers and salvage services. 
The river is policed by five police services. The Thames Division is a river police arm of London's Metropolitan Police, while Surrey Police, Thames Valley Police, Essex Police and Kent Police have responsibilities on their parts of the river outside the metropolitan area. There is also a London Fire Brigade fireboat on the river. The river unfortunately claims a number of lives each year. As a result of the Marchioness disaster in 1989 when 51 people lost their lives, the government asked the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency, the Port of London Authority and the Royal National Lifeboat Institution, the RNLI, to work together to set up a dedicated search and rescue service for the tidal River Thames. As a result, there are four lifeboat stations on the River Thames at Teddington, Chiswick, Tower, based at Victoria Embankment, Waterloo Bridge and Gravesend. The Thames is maintained for navigation by powered craft from the estuary as far as Leechlade in Gloucestershire and for very small craft to Cricklade. The original towpath extends upstream from Putney Bridge as far as the connection with the now disused Thames and Severn Canal at Inglesham, one and a half miles upstream from the last boat lock near Leechlade. From Teddington Lock to the head of navigation, the Navigation Authority is the environmental agency. Between the sea and Teddington Lock, the river forms part of the Port of London and navigation is administered by the Port of London Authority. Both the tidal river through London and the non-tidal river upstream are intensively used for leisure navigation. The non-tidal river Thames is divided into reaches by 45 locks. The locks are staffed for the greater part of the day, but can be operated by experienced users out of hours. This part of the Thames links to existing navigations at the Riverway Navigation and River Kennet and the Oxford Canal. All craft using it must be licensed. The Environment Agency has patrol boats, named after the tributaries of the Thames, and can enforce the limit strictly since river traffic usually has to pass through a lock at some stage. A speed limit of 8 km per hour, 4.3 knots, applies. There are pairs of transit markers at various points along the non-tidal river that can be used to check speed, a boat travelling legally taking a minute or more to pass between the two markers. The tidal river is navigable to large ocean-going ships as far upstream as the Pool of London and London Bridge. Although London's upstream enclosed docks have closed and central London sees only occasional visiting cruise ships or warships, the tidal river remains one of Britain's main ports. Around 60 active terminals cater for shipping of all types, including Roro ferries, cruise liners and vessels carrying containers, vehicles, timber, grain, paper, crude oil, petroleum products, liquefied petroleum gas, etc. There is a regular traffic of aggregate or refuse vessels, operating from wharves in the west of London. The tidal Thames links to the canal network to the River Lee Navigation, the Regent's Canal at Limehouse Basin and the Grand Union Canal at Brentford. Upstream of Wandsworth Bridge, a speed limit of 8 knots, 15 km per hour, is in force for power craft to protect the riverbank environment and to provide safe conditions for rowers and other river users. There is no absolute speed limit on most of the tideway downstream of Wandsworth Bridge, although boats are not allowed to create undue wash. Powered boats are limited to 12 knots between Lambeth Bridge and downstream of Tower Bridge, with some exceptions. Boats can be approved by the harbour master to travel up to speeds of 30 knots from below Tower Bridge to pass the Thames barrier. In the Middle Ages, the Crown exercised general jurisdiction over the Thames, one of the four royal rivers, and appointed water bailiffs to oversee the river upstream of Staines. The City of London exercised jurisdiction over the tidal Thames. However, navigation was increasingly impeded by weirs and mills, and in the 14th century, the river probably ceased to be navigable for heavy traffic between Henley and Oxford. In the late 16th century, the river seems to have been reopened for navigation from Henley to Burcott. 
The first commission concerned with the management of the river was the Oxford Burcott Commission, formed in 1605 to make the river navigable between Burcott and Oxford. In 1751, the Thames Navigation Commission was formed to manage the whole non-tidal river above Staines. The City of London long claimed responsibility for the tidal river. A long-running dispute between the city and the Crown over ownership of the river was not settled until 1857, when the Thames Conservancy was formed to manage the river from Staines downstream. In 1866, the functions of the Thames Navigation Commission were transferred to the Thames Conservancy, which thus had responsibility for the whole river. In 1909, the powers of the Thames Conservancy over the tidal river below Teddington were transferred to the Port of London Authority. In 1974, the Thames Conservancy became part of the new Thames Water Authority. When Thames Water was privatised in 1990, its river management functions were transferred to the National Rivers Authority. And in 1996, it morphed into the Environment Agency. In 2010, the Thames won the world's largest environmental award at the time, the $350,000 International River Prize, presented at the International River Symposium in Perth, Western Australia, in recognition of the substantial and sustained restoration of the river by many hundreds of organisations and individuals since the 1950s. Although enough crossings were established, the river presented a formidable barrier, with Belgic tribes and Anglo-Saxon kingdoms being defined by which side of the river they were on. When English counties were established, their boundaries were partly determined by the Thames. On the northern bank were the ancient counties of Gloucestershire, Oxfordshire, Buckinghamshire, Middlesex and Essex. On the southern bank were the counties of Wiltshire, Berkshire, Surrey and Kent. Counting bridges to the far bank or an island connected to such, the Thames has 223. From the source to mouth, a channel can be found with 138 bridges, plus temporary footbridge often added during the Reading Festival. The river is heavily spayed in Ashton, Keynes and Oxford, where the river is wide 17 tunnels that have been built, many of which for rail or notable electricity cables. The crossings have changed the dynamics and made cross-river development and shared responsibilities more practical. In 1965, upon the creation of the Greater London and London Borough of Richmond-upon-Thames, incorporated the former Middlesex and Surrey banks. Spelthorne moved from Middlesex to Surrey and further changes in 1974 moved some of the boundaries away from the river. For example, some areas were transferred from Berkshire to Oxfordshire and from Buckinghamshire to Berkshire. In many river sports and traditions, for example in rowing, the banks are referred to by their traditional county names. Many of the present-day road bridges are on the site of earlier forts, ferries and wooden bridges. Swinford Bridge, known as the Five Pence Toll Bridge, replaced a ferry that in turn replaced a ford. The earliest known major crossings of the Thames by the Romans were at London Bridge and Staines Bridge. At Foley Bridge in Oxford, the remains of the original Saxon structure can be seen, and medieval stone bridges such as Newbridge, Wallingford Bridge and Abingdon Bridge are still in use. Kingston's growth is believed to have stemmed from it having the only crossing between London Bridge and Staines until the beginning of the 18th century. During the 18th century, many stone and brick road bridges were built from new or to replace existing bridges both in London and along the length of the river. These included Putney Bridge, Westminster Bridge, Datchet Bridge, Windsor Bridge and Solling Bridge. Several central London road bridges were built in the 19th century, most conspicuously Tower Bridge, the only bascule bridge on the river designed to allow ocean-going ships to pass beneath it. The most recent road bridges of the bypasses are Eyeless Bridge and Marlow Bypass Bridge and the motorway bridges, most notably the two on the M25 route, the Queen Elizabeth II Bridge and the M25 Runnymede Bridge. 
Railway development in the 19th century resulted in a spate of bridge building, including Blackfriars Railway Bridge and Charing Cross Hungerford Railway Bridge in central London, and the railway bridges by Isambard Kingdom Brunel at Maidenhead Railway Bridge, Gatehampton Railway Bridge and Molesford Railway Bridge. The first underwater tunnel was Mark Brunel's Thames Tunnel, built in 1843, and now used to carry the East London Line. The Tower Subway was the first railway under the Thames, which was followed by all the deep-level tube lines. Road tunnels were built in East London at the end of the 19th century, being the Blackwall Tunnel and the Rotherhide Tunnel. The latest tunnels are the Dartford Crossings. Many foot crossings were established across the weirs that were built on non-tidal river, and some of these remained when the locks were built, for example at Benson's Lock. Others were replaced by a footbridge when the weir was removed, as at Hart's Weir Footbridge. Around 2000, several footbridges were added along the Thames, either as part of the Thames Path or in commemoration of the millennium. These included the Temple Footbridge, Bloomer's Hole Footbridge and Hungerford Footbridges, and the Millennium Bridge, all of which have distinctive design characteristics. Before the bridges were built, the main means of crossing the river was by ferry. A significant number of ferries were specifically for navigation purposes. When the towpath changed sides, it was necessary to take the towing horses and the driver across the river. This was no longer necessary when barges were powered by steam. Some ferries still operate on the river. The Woodage Ferry carries cars and passengers across the Thames in the Thames Gateway and links the North Circular and South Circular roads. Upstream are smaller pedestrian ferries, for example Hampton Ferry and the Shepton to Weybridge Ferry, the last being the only non-permanent crossing that remains on the Thames Path. Whilst the use of the river to drive watermills has largely died out, there has been a recent trend to use the head of water provided by the river's existing weirs to drive small hydroelectric power plants using Archimedes screw turbines. Treated water waste from the towns and the villages on the Thames catchment flow into the Thames via sewage treatment plants. This includes all that from Swindon, Oxford, Berkshire and almost all of Surrey. However, untreated sewage still often enters the Thames during wet weather. When London's sewage system was built, sewers were designed to overflow through the discharge points along the river during heavy storms. Originally, this would happen once or twice a year. However, overflows now happen once a week on average. In 2013, over 55 million tonnes of dilute raw sewage overflowed into the tidal Thames. These discharge events kill fish, leave raw sewage on the riverbanks and decrease the water quality of the river. To reduce the release of this into the river, the Thames Tideway scheme is currently under construction at a cost of £4.2 billion. The project will collect sewage from the Greater London area before it overflows before channeling it down a 25-kilometre, 50-mile tunnel underneath the tidal Thames, so that it can be treated at Beckton Sewage Treatment Works. The project is planned to reduce sewage discharges into the Thames in Greater London by 90%, dramatically increasing water quality. Mercury is an environmentally persistent heavy metal which can be toxic to marine life and humans. 60 sediment cores of 1 metre in depth, spanning the entire tidal river Thames between Brentford and the Isle of Grain, have been analysed for total mercury. The sediment records show a clear rise and fall of mercury pollution throughout history. Mercury concentrations in the River Thames decreased downstream from London to the outer estuary, with the total mercury levels ranging from 0.01 to 12.07 mercury per kilogram, giving a mean of 2.1 mercury per kilogram which is higher than any other UK and European river estuaries. This is something which is being seriously looked at now and to make sure that the river management and the environmental legislation is met and also for a better quality river.
So I hope you've enjoyed our third look at the River Thames. Next week is our fourth and final part of the River Thames when we'll be looking at sport on the river and the part the river has played in sport across the country. If you'd like to make contact with us or suggest any places you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, you can let me know through our website, londonvisited.co.uk or via our social media. It's that easy. Thanks for listening and really hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you soon on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one.